When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Get in the know. Non-stop Vikings talk. It's Purple Daily on Score North and scorenorth.com. Purple Daily, presented by Surly Brewing Company. Yeah, well, um, you know, Smith Marset is a guy that uh, he's been doing a nice job all year, so he may have an opportunity here this week. Uh, we'll just see it as the week goes on. But, um, uh, you know, these, that's why we have so many guys on the practice squad, so they get ready to come up and, and have, if they have to play. Yeah, Vikings getting hammered by COVID protocol this week. I, I believe I saw they have the second most players throughout the season that have hit the COVID list. Like, like them, and I can't remember who the other team was, but um, yeah. So Alex Madison's on the list. Mm-hmm. It's there's a few practice squad guys. D.D. Westbrook went on it yesterday. D.D. Westbrook, and Daniel that's why Hunter. he's talking about Smith Marset. Yeah, Daniel Hunter, who's out for the season anyways, but he's on the list. So we'll see what happens. So today is a Purple Positivity Wednesday, which we will get to later in the show. But it's also a Write That Down Wednesday presented by our friends at TCL. Enjoy more of the things you love with TCL. New lineup of award-winning TVs delivering the most entertainment with stunning resolution at an affordable cost. And we have all kinds of drama to get to. So let's fire it up, Declan. Most make predictions and then never admit they're wrong. Yeah, that's not Mackie and Shot. This is the place where we just totally own our horrible predictions. Write this down. And eat them for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Write that down. It's Write That Down. Write it down. You like writing things down. With Mackie and Shot. Yeah, so, you know, all of the other sports talking heads out there, way too cowardly to actually put their predictions out into the public scrutinize them, pick them apart, hold each other accountable. In this case, with completion percentages and touchdowns, we do batting averages and home runs on the classic version of Write That Down on Mackie and Judd, our other show. But this is the first year we've ever done football-centric and Vikings Write That Down, and the calendar year represents the season. So we have less than three weeks left until a first-time champion is crowned in two races, completion percentage, so accuracy and touchdowns, and this is how it works. Three Vikings or football-related predictions from everybody each week. They must be quantifiable. Like I said, we keep track of completion percentage and touchdowns, and if you guys want to be guest listener participators, you can send us a message through the Score North app, where we're also giving away a Justin Jefferson jersey this week. You can enter once each day this week. Code word today to enter is COUSINS. The guy who throws the balls to Jefferson. You want to win a Justin Jefferson jersey? Open the Scornerth app and uh, and enter through 
listener reward. So, Declan and Judd, you guys have been going back and forth for the completion percentage title here. You guys have been pretty close, just like you have been on Mackie and Judd. But there is a touchdown battle brewing beneath you. You guys have been much more like short, safe passes. Myself and the listeners have been throwing haymakers all year looking for that touchdown title. So we got all kinds of close drama here down the stretch. <laughs> okay. Uh, by the way, Rick is going to be the guest listener predictor. We'll get to him in just a moment. So, All right. So, Judd, you want to just start with you? You ready for this? Okay. I don't know. We'll we'll have to wait and see. <laughs> okay. All right. Oh. A couple things oh. came off the board for Judd. The first one. I felt the tease was much more yeah, than this, but that's okay. The first one's called karma. This is what happens, no. kids, when you try to preserve your completion percentage with BS checkdowns in situation. This is third down and 16, and we need a big boy pass down the field. And Judd comes in and says, Dalvin Cook will miss at least two games with a dislocated <laughs> you know. shoulder. Which at the time was the most obvious prediction. Yeah, of course he's going to miss you two games. His shoulder was hanging out of the socket. This is bullying. Where's but HR? He is so tough. He came back after 11 days and played against all odds and ran for 200 yards. This, this, is, the type, this is the type of – this is an awful bit of bullying that I cannot stand oh. for. Mm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, bullying. Just like Del- Delvin Mark, Cook and the Vikings offensive line bullied the Steelers in the first half of that game. Hey, he should have sat out two games, okay? You did say the Lions would win six or fewer games under Dan Campbell this year, and now mathematically, they cannot win more than six games. Okay. One for two. So one for two. I got to tell you, Mm -hmm. I was on the precipice. I mean, this is already one of the greatest weeks in Purple Daily Write That Down history. This is good. I got screwed out of a three-touchdown week. So let's start with, I said K.J. Osborne will go over 80 yards receiving and a touchdown. Dang. And you basically got that on one play, right? Well, most of it is like a 60, yeah, whatever, 62-yard touchdown. Yeah, so you got a huge chunk of it in one play. I said the Vikings would strip sack Big Ben, which they did. And I said they would win. It would be their first blowout win of the season. They would win by 10 points or more. My radar was calibrated. They were up 29 to nothing. I was up 19 points of cushion for this touchdown <laughs> prediction, and they couldn't hang on hey, Macadac, for the freaking They don't call the them. game in in during the course of the third quarter, Macadac. Thanks, Dan. They play the rest of the game. You I play the game for a reason. I mean, come on, though. Has anyone's radar been as calibrated and honed as old Macadax was going you know, into the Thursday you just keep night game. I mean, come on, on the back. Thank you. Declan, yes. Declan and I Thank are you. fighting for a title here, and you're just throwing well, no, bombs. He's, he's got, you're, yeah. you're fighting for. I'll ask listeners, what's yeah. the more prestigious title? Although the, you're, dink, the, the dink dunk oh, completion oh, percentage yeah, title, here we go. Here or we the go. haymaker yeah. home run title? Why, why what wins hate? football games? Why does, com- does completion percentage win football games, or do touchdowns win football games? That's my question to you. Why you gotta hate? So, in real time here, these two touchdowns gave old Macadac a one-touchdown lead over the listeners. I got a feeling. I love the storytelling. And then oh, the wow. came back. Oh, the, the listeners out of nowhere. <laughs> RKO out of nowhere. Yay, listeners. So, we'll start, we'll start with two incorrect predictions here. David said Cousins would finish the year with fewer than five interceptions and then a couple other things in a parlay. Well, he threw his fourth and fifth picks against the Steelers. 
Patrick said the Vikings will force at least two turnovers, which they didn't, and there would be uh, no second-half lead changes, and they would beat the Steelers. They only forced one turnover in that game. However, Cole dropped back to pass, a little seven-step drop, shakes off the safety, and throws the ball down the field with this parlay. He said against the Steelers, Justin Jefferson will score a touchdown, the Vikings defense will have an interception or a fumble recovery, and a Vikings running back will have a touchdown. All three of those things together are a touchdown pass. Nice, buddy. Yeah. Cool. And then Samson comes in. So he said this. I think we missed this one last week. So Kene Wangwu scores the one touchdown against the Ravens, I believe it was. And then he comes in and says, that's not the only kick return touchdown he's going to have. He's going to have at least one more. And then the next week he comes out against San Francisco and scores another touchdown via kick return. And so Samson is on the board with a touchdown. Amazing. Yes. We've never had this many touchdowns in one week. Four touchdowns so far. You are far. going back and forth right now. Heavy weight bout. Macadac V listeners. You guys are sitting there. I mean, you guys are. It's, like, no it's do- like Christian Ponder against T-Jack. Like, who can check down the furthest? Like, no, There's I can no throw re- a pass you know, six yards I behind last scrimmage. I gave you credit. Haymakers, and you come back and, and, and rip off. I'm staying quiet. And then Declan comes in. Yeah, I'm staying quiet. So let's, let's, let's start with these first two here. So you said Big Ben will throw at least two picks against the Vikings. We'll get that one out for you. Um, you said the Eagles would not receive a first-round pick for Carson Wentz, and we're just waiting on the 75% of games thing. So like we said on Mackie and Judd, he's like a handful of snaps on the season away from 75%. So unless he tears his ACL on practice, like Friday practice or something. It's going to be a first-round pick. However, this is a touchdown. You said Justin Jefferson will score the first touchdown for the Vikings against the Steelers. Look at that, dude. Take a bow. Thank you. That's that's very nice. Mighty and gritty. Yeah, that's very good. Uh, You said the Vikings will score at least 21 points against the Steelers, which is kind of a check down, but... It's a solid completion. I wouldn't call it a check down, but it's a nice first down on second and five, yeah. And uh, before the season, when the Madden roster ratings came out, they somehow had Justin Jefferson, like, in the 80s. And you said at some point, the updated Madden roster ratings will bring Justin Jefferson up to a 90 rating or above. And justice has been served. He is Now he's, I think Devontae Adams is like a 98. Mm-hmm. And Justin Jefferson is now 90 exactly on the Madden website. Okay. I feel like it should be even higher. That's, that's absurd. I agree. I agree. But I'll take the hit. But you get the points there, so... With that, oh. here's where we stand. In the checkdown race, Judd Zolgad. I've had about enough of this, Macadac. I've had about enough of this. Damn it. <laughs> Judd leads Declan in completion percentage, 38.7% to 37.6%. So one percentage point separating you guys. Judd has five touchdowns. Declan has seven. In the real race, which is for the touchdown title. The listeners are up to 11. Yeah. Old Macadac is at 10. As we go back and forth, the listeners are at 32.9% completions, and I'm at 28.6%. You keep up with your careless, careless whisper predictions, and uh, Dex and I will continue to be the responsible drivers on this road, okay? That's fine. That's fine. You can finish uh, 8 and 9 and battle for the 7 seed while I will sit with the Tom Brady's and the Aaron Rodgers. Oh, you think Tom sit. Brady 28.6, huh? Do you think so? Oh, man. Well, Tom Brady is definitely uh, a little higher than that, but he's got the touchdown. So, 
All right, let's get him on here. Let's get our guy, guest listener predictor Rick is in the house. He's got his Brett Favre jersey on. What's going on, Trader Rick? Hey, what's going on, guys? Thanks for having me on. All right, so you got the landscape here. I mean, uh, are you are you going to try and bloat the touchdown lead? Are you gonna are you gonna try and catch these guys in the in the completion percentage race? What's your strategy this week, Rick? Well, I wore the Favre jersey for a reason. Yeah, I want to do some gunslinging today. Yes. Yep. Yes. I had a Let's feeling on the this. show. Got to make it memorable, you know. I had a feeling you were going to bring it. <laughs> All right. So we'll start with Rick. We'll go over to Judd, Declan, back to me. We'll make three chips around the room. We'll start with Rick here. Put those hands, those Brett Favre man hands under center, and you get the first snap. Write this down. All right. So uh, my first prediction today, um, my best friend Abby is a diehard Rams fan. So uh, I've been eagerly waiting this game after Christmas to watch with her. And uh, so this prediction goes directly to her. Uh, Against the Rams, Justin Jefferson is going to go well over 100 yards. Uh, two touchdowns on at least eight targets. Okay. Okay. So at least a hundred yards, at least two touchdowns, at least eight targets. Yes. Okay. okay. I would hope so. I would hope so. Write this down. And that's against the Rams, right? Yes. Specifically. Okay. Just want to make sure. Jumping ahead. Uh, we we take it one game at a time here. Uh, usually on Purple Daily. We just He's far. He he doesn't care. Week. Yeah. He's throwing the ball <laughs> middle of the field for Sidney Rice. <laughs> Who cares about the double coverage? That's just right. once, I would love to hear a head coach get up to a podium just once and be like, "So, uh, yeah, you know, normally we take it one game at a time, but uh, I see we have the Texans this week, and they're pretty <laughs> crappy, and we're like fourteen point favorites. So, I'd love to look ahead one more week. We got the Patriots on the schedule yeah, we so two excited. weeks from now, and we are just really gearing up. You know, two weeks of ramp up." To face right. Bill Belichick. The Bears, we should beat them twice. Let's talk but about the, the Rams. Game yeah. the Rams game, okay? Let's talk about those two games. Those are the ones we're excited for. Yeah. Be great. Write it we're down. Gonna... You like writing yeah. Have you guys seen Bears. Matt Nagy coach? I mean, that guy is a disaster. So we're, you know, we're solely focused on Sean McVay and Matt LaFleur at this point. He truly is bad. That being said, the Bears should keep him. I mean, from a Vikings fan perspective, yes. yes it'd be... The Bears should definitely keep him. <laughs> <laughs> yes. All right, Judd, what is your first prediction here? Uh, the Vikings will beat the Bears on Monday night. And the spread I saw, th- three and, and a half points. Is that the spread that you guys that's, saw yep, as well? That's what I'm yep. seeing too. Three and a half points. They will cover the spread. So they Ooh. will beat the Bears and cover that spread. Okay. Three and a half is interesting. I mean, it almost it's a feels tough. like... It's a little dicey. Yeah, the, the Bears look so bad defensively and but it's the it's bears vikings games are weird it just, write it down you they like are weird down in this case i feel like the bears are officially checked out i might be wrong but i feel like they they are so i think the vikings win and they also cover that three and a half points right honestly the biggest advantage for the vikings is that, is that the bears inexplicably have not yet fired matt Nagy. that the they Matt, don't fire matt, coaches in season man know, and it's great for the vikings the don't do it i kind of thought I did you too. know they would fire Nagy and they're because because a couple weeks ago they were still like they were still like two games out of the wild card rate and they're still not that far back from the wild I mean they're they don't have the tiebreakers to make it happen but I kind of thought yeah. they'll fire Nagy and they'll see a jolt and maybe they'll win a couple games and sneak back in but they don't do it all right Declan all right similar to Judd just a little bit more uh, precise I will say the Vikings beat the Bears by at least seven points or more so they'll cover the spread too but they'll beat them by seven. Or more. Okay. Okay. I think that's 
Is, is, is that a no, it's not really a touch. I think if it was 10 points or more. I think if I got to 10, yeah, it's a touch. It's a yeah, good chunk play, sure. but I, I don't think it's a touchdown yeah. yet. Okay. All right, write this down. I'm, I'm again. I'm swinging for right the fences. I'm, I'm, I'm throwing the ball down the field. If, if any of these are not touchdowns in your minds, please let me know because I will amend them to make them touchdowns. Sure. Write this down. Dalvin Cook parlay here. He's going to go for at least 120 all-purpose yards, mm-hmm. at least two touchdowns, and at least one of those touchdowns will extend the Vikings' lead in the second half to it. To a two-score lead. Yes. Oh, God, yeah. That's a, yeah, that's a touchdown easy. Okay. So 120-plus yards, at least two touchdowns, and one of those touchdowns will extend the Vikings' lead in the second half to a two-score lead. Yeah. Write it down. Write this down. Throwing the ball down the field. All right, Rick. All right. Uh, so for my second prediction, write this down. Against the Bears this week, uh, like you, I believe that the Bears are checked out. Um, even with all of the players that are probably going to get put on COVID between now and Monday, I still believe the Vikings' defense is going to force two turnovers, and the Vikings will win by at least two scores. Okay. All right. I think you guys are a little bit too aggressive on the Bears' checked out thing here. I don't. I also don't think for this game, like I don't think they're going to be checked out for a division game. I think there's enough pride, even if they don't love the coaching staff and even if Matt Nagy's <laughs> garbage. And we've seen enough Bears teams with backup quarterbacks, let alone like future franchise quarterbacks, make life hell on the Vikings. So just uh, you guys might be they, a little uh, haughty here. It's too late now. I think the they, they used there. all their energy on the Packers game this past week. There you week. go. They like couldn't that. win that one. I like Could that. Be. Yeah, like they, they came out hot in that game. Like, yes. I was, like, wow, this game is actually really exciting. And then I was like, they're going to lose it, though. And it's exactly what happened. I mean, wow. the Vikings used a lot of energy protecting a 29-point lead in the second it's half, true. too. <laughs> a lot of flawed teams. A lot of flawed teams in this league. <laughs> All right, Judd. All right, so the Vikings have four games left, um, three of, of which are susceptible to the following. Write that down. So, write this down. The Vikings will have at least one game time shifted among their final three. So, like, the Rams will either be shifted to potentially a late afternoon start. The Packers-Vikings game right now is in prime time. There's a chance that that uh, could be still flexed, I believe. So, not obviously this week's game coming up on Monday, but one of the last three will be shifted in game time. Okay. Okay. Uh, It looks like your weight has been shifting downwards. Um, Yeah. Well, it's been shifting away. And that, that, of course, is thanks to, to my good friends at Livia Weight Control Centers. Down, gentlemen, from 240 to 210. That's right. And in a season to believe, we are giving you a reason to believe. Livia's best deal of the year. Join today. Save 50% off the program. Your first visit is free. Limited time offer. Save 50% off the program. 855-GO-L-I-V-E-A or Livia.com. Livia.com. L-I-V-E-A. And again, the uh, offer ends before Christmas, but 50% off the program if you join now and start to shed those pounds. Feel great going into 2022. Livia.com, 855-GO-L-I-V-E-A. And then instead of looking like Santa Claus in a pair of whitey tighties, you can look like Ryan Reynolds or uh, Ryan Gosling or Judd Zolgad in a pair of chill boys. 
the most comfortable underwear and boxer briefs we have ever experienced in our lives here. Uh, okay. Gentlemen, let's uh, let's go around again here. What's one word to describe how Chill Boys are making you feel this holiday season? Oh, fantastic. Just fantastic. I always, there is no pair of Chill Boys that I have put on and not said, these are singly the best uh, set of boxers or long johns, Declan, that I've mm-hmm. ever worn. Joyful. I'm always joyful when I have my Chill Boys on. It's, it's, a, it's a joyful right. holiday season, and I'm just naturally joyful in my performance brand, my bamboo brand. And, yeah, even the long underwear. I'm a snowboarder. I like to get out and embrace the elements in the wintertime. Tell you right now, those, those long underwear Chill Boys, they, they go a long way. I would say cheery. They just make me feel cheery. Oh, cheery. You know, chillboys.com. It's a Minnesota-based company. You can find them online. They're passionate about one thing, our comfort. Get yours at chillboys.com. Dot com. All right, back to Declan here. All right, I'll try this again, and I'll add a little bit more to it. I will say the Vikings won't allow any points in the final two minutes of the first half or the fourth quarter against the Bears. No points. I said I love- two oh, weeks ago, I said just the first half against the Lions. The Lions scored a touchdown. I will say they will yeah. allow no points in either the final two minutes of the first half or the fourth quarter. So it's, uh, that I don't know. Is that a home? Is that a touchdown? No. I think at this point in the season, it should be. Do you see? I, oh, I yeah. think it, like play defense. It's like a guarantee. We know in the last two, <laughs> two, three minutes of the first half, they're going to let up points. Like it. Yeah, yeah, they're historically bad. I almost feel like it's a touchdown. I yeah. think it okay. is because I said I'm not even saying not touch. Like I'm saying points. So like a field, they can kick them. Nagy kicked a meaningless field goal against the Packers. Like, yeah. like in, in and regulation. you're opening it up for both halves. Like which yes. makes it even less likely that it happens. Right. So, so I, I, think I think it's a touchdown. I think it's a touchdown. Okay. I mean, that's fine with me. Okay. Doesn't sound fine with yeah, you. Like- I am chasing the ty- the completion percentage. The touchdowns are gone. Hey, don't so, rule you know me what? out of the touchdown percentage. No, you're in the basement there. I'm, a, I'm still going for tutties and completions. Give him a t- <laughs> yeah, that's, I mean, you're pretty much out of it on touchdowns. But anyway, I mean, that's fine. All right, write this down. And again, you guys tell me if this is... I think I think this is a touchdown because okay. Kirk Cousins is averaging 275 yards in the air per game. 275 yard passing yards per game. Okay. Kirk Cousins will finish with under 200 passing yards in this game. Whoa. Under 200 passing and yards. And he's a two, did play. you say two what? He's averaging 275 on the season. Oh, um, yeah. The over under, I believe, is like 265 somewhere in there. And in you're saying yeah. under what? 200. I'm saying. Under two hundred. Oh yeah, you will finish with under yeah. two hundred in this game. I'm, yeah, yeah, yeah. Touchdown. That's it's fine. a touchdown. Yeah, yeah. I'm not saying they're going to lose. I'm just maybe it's maybe they maybe they, maybe they pound the. That's because like, I hate. This Kirk. is that's typical Macadac. Yeah. You hate Kirk. You're showing Classic it again. Cousins negative. Yep. Show me the proof. Show me the proof. <laughs> he won't have a good day, Phil. All right, Rick. Your third prediction. All right, uh, third prediction here. I wanted to uh, make it make it a real big one. I want my Far to Lewis moment, my Keenum to Diggs moment uh, on write that down. I love what you're doing right now. So, uh, you know, this season's lost. I figured let's have some fun with this. Um, that being said, I looked at the schedules pretty hard yesterday, and I, I've kind of summed it down to a, th- a three-way race for that seven seed between Washington, Philadelphia, and the Vikings. Um, after looking at all three team schedules, I really do think the Washington football team are going to finish seven and 10. I think the Eagles are going to finish eight and nine. 
And I actually do think the Vikings are going to finish nine and eight. So I think we will get the seven wow. seed. And with that being said, with how this team has played, if the Vikings, the Vikings will make the seven seed and they will beat the two seed. Wow. Woo. Oh my God. <laughs> I like I it. Like dude. The show should end dude, right there. Look at that, dude. You like that? Oh my God. You like that? Good. I love it. So right now, you just aired that ball out. The seeds are so up for grabs, even at the top here. So right yeah. now, the two seed in the NFC. So you, you're the Vikings, if, if they sneak into the seven and the seeds hold, Tampa they right would now, be going right? on the road to play Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Bucks. And you think they would be, oh, my goodness. I do. I, I, you know what? I want that matchup. Let's see. Let's see. Mike Zimmer, let's see what you got. Kirk yeah. Cousins, let's, see. let's do it. They played well in Tampa last year, except for Dan Bailey. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, maybe Greg Joseph was the difference between the Vikings making. He was on the wrong bench that run year. So, well, Rick, great stuff, dude. You you got the Brett Favre jersey. Uh, since you've got this platform here on Purple Daily, this life-changing moment right now, is there anyone in your life you'd like to thank that brought you here? Uh, yeah, so as tradition, you know, Purple Daily, got to thank uh, my girlfriend, as everyone does. She she puts up with it every Sunday. Um <laughs> I actually, the funny thing is, I grew up in Illinois, but I was born in California, and I've been a Vikings fan my whole life. And that's actually thanks to my dad. He was a huge Purple People Eaters fan back in the day. So uh, they're the first team I was introduced to. So I got to say thanks to my dad for showing me this wretched team 20 years ago. <laughs> um, that, And I also want to thank my two best friends, Neil and Abby, for watching football with me every Sunday. They they make it enjoyable, um, and I want to say thank you to you guys, just like everyone does. Uh, for those of us who don't live in Minnesota, you guys are definitely the outlet. I watch you every single day between Mackie and Judd and Purple Daily. So, uh, you know, I want to say thank you to you guys for all your content, and it's uh, it's awesome coming on the show. You guys really make us feel like we're a part of the family. Dude, thank you. Thank you. Appreciate, Appreciate the kind words, man, and for uh, you being part of this community and taking your taking your shots down the field, not being a coward. Rick. That was a Never. deep shot, that yeah. last one. That was very Farvinian. Mm-hmm. I told it. you I want my Favre to Lewis moment. Yeah, you got it. <laughs> but you potentially got it right there. All right, Rick, we'll do it again sometime, man. See you Thanks, soon. Thanks, guys. Yeah. All right, that's uh, guest listener predictor Rick. Great stuff. All right, Judd. All right, my last write that down comes off of, off of a note that I, I actually sent you guys on Sunday from Charlie Walter's Pioneer Press column on page two, which is a just shock full of great notes. I love those notes. Um, and, and I am I am hearing rumblings. Now, now, Shooter definitely has Vikings sources. So, like, he is he's plugged in. And what makes him great is he is not afraid to run with stuff that I think a lot of people don't. So write this down. Pete Carroll's name will be mentioned in connection with the Vikings coaching job in a credible report and not just speculation. So, so Uh, that was speculation from Charlie. I am saying that at some point in time, I I think Carroll and the Seahawks are going to part ways. I I think the Vikings and Zim are going to part ways. And I think there will be a credible report like a, like a Shefty or a Yahoo or somebody, a Glazer. Somebody is going to have Pete Carroll's name linked to the Vikings job, and it's not going to be speculation. Uh, I'm not saying I'm happy about this. I don't. I'm saying ear to the ground. I think this is going to happen. 
Pete Carroll's he, he's a he's Hall of Famer. Mike. He's a legend in college 70. and pro. He's 70. I agree with you. I don't I don't need that. I don't He's a defensive guy who likes to run the football. Sound familiar? But don't you think I mean I know that you're just you're just throwing some stuff out here but like <laughs> why would you hire a 70-year-old? You know? And I just Well, he is so so I think as far as his philosophy goes because he he is a defensive run first guy. That's a lot like Mike but I think where he's different is I think players gravitate more towards him. He's more fun. He's not uptight constantly. But I'm with you. I would not go out, fire Mike, and hire a guy who's five years older than Mike is. So yeah. I agree with your point. I'm just telling you, credible report will tie Pete Carroll. It is interesting. He's not just floating that out there. Is, Write is, this down. Is, is, no, he's got it from somebody. Yeah. All right. Declan, your final prediction. All right, I'm actually going to make a a pick on the a prediction on the fly here after seeing this come in from Nick Wagner of ESPN. So Nick Wagner just said, "I just caught up with former NFL wide receiver Percy Harvin for an upcoming story." Wow, Harvin oh, tells really? me he's a thousand percent, not a hundred, a thousand percent ready if an opportunity presents itself to return to the NFL. <sighs> Terrell Owens said the same thing. I mean, Terrell Owens is Harvin is yep. uh, Terrell Owens is a, is a yep. player. 15 years older. But. Is 33, was last in the NFL with Buffalo in 2016, currently living in Gainesville, Florida. Uh, I will say Percy Harvin will sign with an NFL team in the next 365 days. So between okay. now and December 15th, 2022, one year from now, Percy Harvin will sign with an NFL team. Yeah. What do you guys think? Would you take a take a flyer on Percy in 1, training 1,000%. No. no. I'm good on he, that. He's done. On that. He's yeah. done. And he is... When when he was in his prime, just a magnificently talented player, but deep in Percy's soul, he is a pain in the ass, and he has to be great to take. Yeah, that and, and he never and really li- now. Yeah, he never really lived up to his talent either, right? Like he no, showed flashes. the migraines, and, and then and and then because he like would disappear. Yeah, yeah. No, I am I am good. I can find guys like him now who are younger, more talented now. And probably not as big a pain in the posterior. Yep. All right. Write this down. Write this down. Somebody for the Vikings will score a touchdown offensively or defensively. So not counting special teams. Offensively or defensively that hasn't scored a touchdown yet this season on offense or defense. When? I'm trying to think if there's any <laughs> other way to put this. On against oh, the Bears? Against, Monday night? Yeah, sorry. Against yeah. the Bears. Okay. Okay. I, on Monday night against the Bears. Got it. Okay. I know they play the Bears twice. Um, it, I'm, it, it's a short list. Like They've had a lot of guys score touchdowns. So somebody so like will score a touchdown. A Patrick, like a Patrick Peterson will pick Or up like C.J. Ham hasn't scored a touchdown That's yet this season. Shocking. I could see a C.J. Ham touchdown. I could see a, yeah. I could see a Luke Stocker touchdown. Maybe Luke Stocker sneaks Herndon in. Herndon has one, right, in Carolina? Yeah, he got one. Uh, Herndon does have one. Yep. Maybe yeah, maybe Wang Wu. Maybe Wang Wu scores a touchdown. Or maybe there's a defensive touchdown of some kind. But Oh, you said offense. Offensively that's or right. defensively. That's right. That's right. Somebody will score a touchdown against the Bears that hasn't scored a touchdown yet this season. Write it down. Yeah. So there it is, boys. Okay. Those are the predictions, right. the accountability session. Write this down. For this week. Some good um, races going on, boys. This is great, man. Yeah. Real good race. Touchdown race, the completion percentage race. We got the batting title race on Mackie and Joe. We're going to get to purple positivity here in a brief moment, but a shout out. 
to our friends at Surly for helping power this show on a daily basis. Yes, that's exactly right. And and look, there are when it comes to our friends, Surly Brewing has so many good beers. Dex saw them all last night. Was in the brew hall last night to the brew hall, which is a great place. But my personal favorite when you're sitting down to watch some football, Surly Furious IPA. I mean, what more perfect beer? First of all, it's a great beer. It's fantastic. Second of all, the name itself. I mean, it, it encapsulates a team that had a 29-rip lead against the Steelers and couldn't hold that, that lead and damn near blew the game. So pair a great beer with a name, Furious, that makes perfect sense. Uh, pick yours up for Monday night's Vikings-Bears game. And as always, show us your cans at Jay Zolgad on Twitter. I want to see your surly beer in hand with the game or your pet, perhaps, the little dog, Woof. cat. I don't discriminate. Tweet us your pictures. Show us your cans. See those hey, cans. shout out to Federated, too. Federated Insurance, big partner here at Score North and on Purple Daily, and a partner for business owners out there, too, because they've been helping business owners with risk management for over a hundred years. You know, protect yourself and your business from the elements too this winter. Just think about the different ways that weather can potentially have a negative impact on your business. Risk management, employee protection, bottom line protection, Federated has you covered at federatedinsurance.com. And remember, at Federated, it's our business to protect yours. All right. What is the nicest thing, the most positive thing you can say about the Vikings? Purple positivity, Judd. So I'm going to make an unofficial prediction off of of Phil's last write that down and say this, because this guy against the Steelers had a lights-out game, a great game. Harrison Smith is going to, I think, be the guy who has not scored a touchdown yet in 2021 who's going to pick off a pass by the Bears and house it. Um, Smith's year, I think, has been, and I'll qualify this by saying for him, it's not been great. Like, it's been good, but, I mean, this is a guy who makes splash plays. And I feel like in the Steelers game especially, he was making splash plays. That last play that broke up, um, if Pittsburgh had got the two-point conversion, what could have been a game-tying touchdown essentially, That's go back and watch that play. Like, that is a big boy play. That is yep. a tough play. That's a great yep. play. Yep. And so, so I think that Smith – takes the momentum from the Thursday night game, carries it into the Bears game, actually gets a touchdown, and that's the positive, is that the hitman looked like the hitman on Thursday against Pittsburgh. I think he continues that. Yeah, and then they have big decisions, as as we talked about on last night's Purple After Dark. You know, he's in his merging into his mid-30s. You got Cam Bynum is just collecting dust after a couple big games. You know, is Harrison Smith a guy that you just keep around Viking forever? Is he, I mean, the way he's been playing lately makes me think he definitely still has gas in the tank for another year or two and his leadership on defense. I can see him bring that cap hit down again, but yes, he's been. Yeah. I don't love that. I don't but like cap hit. There's flexibility I'm, there, but yeah, I mean, he's I'm been, like, I think he's a Hall of Famer, like a pro football Hall of Famer. He's close. A, a championship would really help. That's a really like, good, yeah, yeah, you know what? That's a cool. That's a great question. If he were to win a Super Bowl, because sometimes yeah. that happens with defensive players right. like Palomalu finally, I think he won a Super Bowl, right? Palomalu yes. won a Super Bowl and whatever. But he's, he's. And huh. it, I don't think he's as much of a household name as like Ed Reed was with the Ravens and Troy Palomalu. He's on that next tier, right? Yeah. Like it's their tier, top of the pops. 
and and then he's down a tier, I think. That's probably because he he's been. I mean, his career's been fantastic. Yeah, I, right, I would never do like that. It's the nicest thing you can say about the Vikings. Yeah, a little, little purple positivity here on Dalvin Cook. And just to point out how special of a year, and obviously he's coming off a big game against the Steelers, but how special of a year he is having. Uh, since 2015, Dalvin Cook is one of just three running backs to have at least 975 rushing yards on less than 200 attempts. So the other two running backs that have done that, uh, Todd Gurley did it in 2015, who had a monster season with the Rams. LaShawn McCoy... Uh, did it also in, in 2016. But Delvin Cook is having a damn special year. I mean, Booney was talking about it yesterday of him just playing pissed off and with his head on fire. Delvin Cook has been an absolute monster, dude. I know it's it's hard to pay overpay running backs, and I know he had that shoulder popped, and he's always battled injuries, but the dude is a monster when he's on the field, and he's having a very, very special season, and he deserves a lot of credit. Yeah, he's had that game against the Steelers. Like, I, I just think it, it set the tone for the Boone kind of explained it too. When you have a guy that says, I'm going to go out there, I'm going to do it, I can tolerate the pain, and he plays like that, you know, it, it, and it shows you too that for all of Mike Zimmer's faults as a head coach and as a leader at times, this team is still fighting. You know, they have not quit on Zimmer and yeah. they have not quit as a team. And oh, Dalton yeah, Cook is, exemplified that on Thursday last week. Yeah, the problem is that position right now, nobody stays healthy. McCaffrey, Henry, like you go through that list. Everybody get gets hurt, and it's just so tough to predict because Cook is so good when Cook can play well. But there's, you know, there's so many times where it's like, okay, he can't play or something. So yeah, that's a that that has to be one of the toughest financial decisions I think to make. Mm-hmm. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna go to the Justin Jefferson well here again because you know early in the season they just they weren't targeting him enough. You know, you, you saw how talented he was. I still think there's even more opportunities for him in certain games, but lately they've they've finally righted the wrong. Right, they have they have focused in the passing game on him as the most powerful weapon. He is now up to fifth in targets, second in yards among all pass catchers. This dude already has 1,288 yards. The only difference between him and Cooper Cup is opportunities. I mean, Cooper Cup has been targeted in that Rams offense like an extra two times per game, and that's why his yards are up further. I mean, on a per-catch basis, Justin Jefferson is averaging more yards per reception than Cooper Cup. Um, the Rams, I think, have just done a better job throughout the whole season making sure that they get in the ball. So Justin Jefferson is truly emerging as one of the premier receivers in the NFL by almost any measurement and certainly by the eye test. And I love how he feels emboldened enough to go on Twitter the other night too and like defend his buddy OBJ. Like he's just he's coming into his own. He's he's not high maintenance. You know, he talks about wanting to win and wanting to play with joy. Just everything about this dude has been a joy to watch this season. And um, I don't know, there might be some changes to the Vikings this offseason, but at least you know that that dude's going to be around for a long time. I'm guessing he's going to get the bag. He's going to get a contract extension at some point in like a a couple years. Mm -hmm. So uh, if nothing else, this is the Justin Jefferson Appreciation Podcast here, Purple Daily. You guys love him, but you don't love Kirk. I don't understand where you're coming from, Phil. Come well, on. Jefferson's one of the five best in the world at his craft, and Kirk's been a he might Kirk's be, you been know a huge what? reason lately why he's been getting the ball. So credit to Kirk. He might be top three now. 
Do you, so like this is a tough I, discussion. I don't but think Cooper Cup is better than Justin Jefferson. I think Cooper, Cooper Cup's Cup, putting up better numbers. Player. But he's a different player, right? Like like if I'm talking about flat out go get the ball, Devontae, Devontae Adams, Adams is right there. for sure. Justin Jefferson for sure. Um, like, here's the other dudes. Diggs I'll is just... not. I do not think Diggs is as good as JJ. I just don't. I think he's really good. I think he's really talented. I think he's really special, but I don't think he's as good as Jefferson. I mean, how many of these guys? Like, I'll just I'll just throw out names. So we Devonte Adams. He's he's. I put him it, in the bin. Yeah, in that bin. I don't. Cooper Cup is having an amazing season. He's 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 a wonderful receiver, and he's great in that system. I think if you were to go to the Rams and say, "All right, JJ's going to need a few weeks to figure out your system," but like, would you right. rather have for the next five years Cooper Cup or Justin Jefferson? I don't, I don't think they would hesitate. Justin agree. Jefferson. Agree I don't think any team would hesitate. Debo Samuel is more of a trinket player. He's he's wildly effective and explosive. Really well used. Different kind of a player. Different yeah. player, but he's really well used because the coaching staff's smart about offense. Imagine that. Jamar Chase, Chris Godwin, Tyreek Hill, some different type of players in there. But again, I'm. I think Jamar. Okay, Jamar. Man. Jamar Chase, Devonte Adams, and Jefferson to me. Same bin. Chase is ridiculous. Chase, Chase is awesome. really, really yeah. special. How about th- those two playing together? Yeah, super cool. I didn't appreciate. I mean, I appreciated it. I didn't appreciate it. Like I appreciate it now. You know, here's another one. Stefan Diggs. Justin Jefferson has 300 more yards than Stefan Diggs does this season, and they've played the same amount of games. Yeah, yeah. Diggs has not he, been. He's he's better than Stefan Diggs statistically. Now. Yes, he's a better. Yes. And Diggs Stephon Diggs, awesome. I put Diggs maybe near the top five in terms of just like talent and everything. Well, and Stephon Diggs works hard. He's very smart and he's really damn good. Jefferson to me has a level of of God given ability that exceeds Diggs. Um, that Diggs is, has and won't have. Yeah. yeah. You like that? You like that? Right. I'm telling you, top three or top top four. This kid is this kid Diggs. is truly special. Yep. He's... So I'm. Absurd. Agree with you on the appreciation. All right, that's a wrap for us here. If you missed Purple After Dark or Alex Boone yesterday, just some great stuff. Boone on offensive line, Boone on playing with injuries just and Boone. playing in the cold. Just Boone. Just, just, Boone. About Boone. just all you got to say is the bleeping rhino. And then we did a so we did a deep dive last night on on Purple After Dark too with Realistic Randy into how the Vikings can clear cap space. What what, what would you do with Kirk Cousins? Would you? Would you play him on the one year left and see what happens? Ridiculously huge cap hit. So, uh, so check those out and please click subscribe and the like button if you're watching us on the Purple Daily YouTube channel. We're almost to thirty thousand combined subscribers between the Score North channel and the Purple Daily channel. Thank so you. thanks to all you guys. I mean, we basically were at zero like two and a half years ago. So thank you guys. It's for, Declan's uh, for good luck. Us build this. Yeah, it's, right. it's the birthday boys glasses. Thank you. That's right. Those yeah. are sharp I don't think we glasses. wished you a happy birthday on this show today. Oh, thank so you. Happy birthday. Appreciate. I'm millennial. I do need to get <laughs> positive affirmation happy. and people knowing 29, things. What's that? 29, you said? 29. Last trip around 29 the 20s. years old. Yep. Happy birthday. Thank yep. you. Thank you. Thank great, you. Great shirt. I, I, I like the shirt look. We'll see if I, like, if I tap out look. for uh, possible tomorrow. We'll see how many drinks I have at, at, at fancy dinner tonight, but. No, well, you don't tap out. We don't tap out here. No, 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 no. PD don't tap no, out. No, we don't tap out. You don't tap out. Drag your ass in. I will. Drag your <laughs> oh, ass I've, in. I've dragged right, my ass through worse. All right. Yep. All right. <laughs> see you guys. See, see you guys tomorrow. We all have.